I think licensing, from the perspective of someone that was previously a buyer, I can say licensing holds a lot of the power and that they are the ones who decide who gets a license for your university and who does not. Um, and on that same front, they're the ones that are approving or, or disapproving artwork. So if you have, you know, an art concept, design concept in mind, as a buyer for the campus store, it's so important to have a foundational relationship with your licensing team because you don't want to, you know, try to get a project up and running just to have it disapproved down the line. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back at it again. You are in the club, powered by Club Colors. Happy New Year. We are rolling at Club Colors going into 2024 with unbelievable energy. We have big time goals this year. I'm here with my main man, Mr. Chris Jager, and we are thrilled to bring to you some amazing human beings and top professionals from the University of Utah Mr. Richard Fairchild and Miss Abby Hirschberg. And so it begins. We are excited. Welcome to season four of In the Club Hour by Club Colors. And by the way, folks, I have to say this because I have been terrible about doing this over the last few seasons. If you love the show, it would be wonderful if you would take the time. Jager's done it. Got to download. You got to download it. And, uh, you know, if, you know, you're a YouTube person, check us out on YouTube, right? And then maybe hit the subscription button. And a little thumbs up. Yeah. You know who I follow on LinkedIn? Well, lots of people. Well, Richard and Abby, for sure. And I follow Chris Jager. And then I follow myself, which is strange, but I do. I'm, I'm the biggest liker of my own posts. Is that okay? If you're not liking what you create, then why are you creating it? Why are you even creating it? But it's not about us, Chris. It's about our wonderful guests here, Richard and Abby. So, Richard and Abby, if you would please be so kind as to give us a bit of an introduction. Also, in 2024, I have introduced the bifocals because I am going blind in some ways. Uh, so, can you both share a bit about your role and um, at University of Utah in the auxiliary business development and trademarks and licensing field? How is that unique or different? Sure. Should I go ahead and say what my title is? Yeah, go for it. Go for it, Abby. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm Abby Hirschberg. I'm the Trademarks and Licensing Manager at the University of Utah. Um, relatively new to the team. I've only been on board since September of 23. Uh, but before that, I worked at the campus store at the University of Utah for 10 years doing uh, buying of licensed merchandise. So been in the licensed world, uh, just on a different side of things now. Awesome. Came from ICBA? Yeah, shout yeah. out to ICBA. Shout out. <laughs> so that is the Independent College Bookstore Association. And what say you, Richard? Uh, well, Richard Fairchild. I am uh, the um, licensing uh, associate uh, director uh, for trademarks licensing at the University of Utah. Um, I've been on campus for 12 years. Amazing. Um, uh, it's uh, been a long uh, journey, yeah. a fun journey uh, along the way. Um Little little background about myself. Um, I I am an Astros fan, and I thought you were going to bring a. Uh, oh, we we couldn't bring it on fan. the podcast. We didn't want you to cheat. Oh, so okay. uh, <laughs> we'll give that to you after. <laughs> By the way, Chicago Cubs. If you want to cheat, uh, feel free, because apparently it turns into World Series, and that's all I'm in it for. That's right. Right. So <laughs> yeah, sure. you ain't cheating. You ain't trying, baby. 
but at, at the University of Utah, we don't cheat. No, uh, not you guys. No, we don't. Uh, so we we're we're, we're legit. Um, but uh, lo- love uh, been in the industry twelve years. Like I said, um, uh, I've had the opportunity to serve on the. Fair Labor Association uh, nice. board. Uh, that's where I uh, started. Little FLA. Little FLA, yeah. yep. Um, as well as I am now currently serving on the ICLA uh, board. Is it so. difficult to juggle the amount of acronyms that exist within the um, higher education space? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes you just sh- shake your head. And <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'll look that one up after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of acronyms, I've found. Yeah, absolutely. So if you could give us just a little bit of an understanding as to what does uh, business development within auxiliary services look like? Who are you interacting with? Who's ultimately the, well, if you're developing business, that's a sales role. Yeah. Right? So you're looking for partnerships. Who are you interacting with? What is your obligation to your brand? It's a great uh, question. Um, See, I told you it'd be good, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we, we, we look at, uh, at at its very fundamental uh, level. Uh, trademark licensing is business uh, development. Right? Okay. Um, uh, we look for opportunities to um, for relationships, and and relationships are sales uh, related uh, to your Absolutely. to your earlier uh, point, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and so so in our opinion. Um, uh, we want to create uh, an experience. Um, uh, we want to create uh, those relationships so that those experiences uh, mean something mm-hmm. uh, to individuals. One of the greatest uh, um, uh, stories that I have, we, we had a young man uh, that was uh, probably eight or nine uh, on campus. Um, he uh, came with his, uh, his uncle um, and uh, a gentleman uh, by the name of Chase uh, Smith. He uh, took him around, gave him a campus uh, tour. Yeah, we showed up at the uh, stadium. We kicked a field goal. Oh, nice! Right? You know, Did he make uh, it? Oh uh, no. Okay. It's <laughs> a lot. I was gonna say was. Chicago Bears start <laughs> scouting this kid. <laughs> as, as long as there's no double doing. Yeah, exactly. He's he's now in eighth grade, kicking yeah. forty yarders. We need him. Exactly. But one of his uh, favorite football. Uh, uh, f- he's a big Utah football fan. Uh, one of his favorite uh, players, K. Scott. Um, and so after we uh, kick the uh, field goal, we go back uh, to the uh, car. Um, and I, I FaceTime K Scott. I say, Hey, K Scott, I got a fan here that wants to chat with you. Nice. And this, and this, this young man in the back seat, he could hardly speak. Yeah. He could hardly speak. And, 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 and that's, those are the experiences that just, that drive fandom, right? Right. It's, you, it's a small little It's the feeling. Yeah, it's a small feeling. But guess how much uh, Utah merchandise he's going to buy over the next? Oh my gosh! Uh, how many no, years? he's he's going to go there. He's going to do everything in his power to go to the school. He's going to tell everyone about it along the way. He's pretty much now uh, in charge of admin and recruiting. <laughs> he's like your top salesperson now. Exactly, exactly. We have some love as well for the Utah Utes as it relates to the football team. We have a a gentleman number thirty three on the Chicago Bears by the name of Jalen Johnson yeah. that is. By far the best corner in the NFL, we believe, currently. And the Bears got to sign him Definitely. because he's in it. I mean, that is essential. I'm not trying to turn this into a Chicago sports show, <laughs> but it does relate to the Utah Utes. He's a fantastic player. Yeah. But I think it's interesting on, on the topic of, of athletics and creating those experiences and the importance of fandom and how that ultimately 
drives new business for the university. It's always interesting to see how in the licensing and trademark side, you've got this balance between the, the external facing athletics side of things and the retail front, and then the internal side as well, that's just as important for the academic side where you've got students coming into the university that you want to become advocates for the brand that are gonna have experiences tied to the brand and how that all marries together across your department it's always an interesting uh, task you you have at hand in in terms of promoting it, dealing with the, the rules that you may have regarding the brand, and how you go to market. So, Abby, you came from the other side of the equation, or partially the other side of the equation, um, with your time and experience within a bookstore yep. um, and within that, that field. Now you're in this new role, beaming and happy and exciting, uh, we're we're looking at potentially recruiting you as a screen printer based on the amazing job that you did uh, downstairs. Fantastic! I've got it on video, so it's going to go into. Oh, your, I know. Yeah, it's pretty darn good. Unfortunately for me, it's really good. Video. It is good. It's good. Uh, but I I'm curious from your side now. Yeah. Coming into this new role, being excited about it. What are some of the complexities of trademarking and licensing that maybe you took for granted how complex they were, and now that you're playing an integral role and part in that, um, you really had to dial down and, and learn. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to Richard's point, I think trademarks and licensing on campus is so unique because not only are you uh, supporting your retailers, you're supporting buyers, and you're also trying to support the athletic department and the academic arm of the university, which you know occasionally can have competing interests. Um, but with trademarks and licensing in particular, coming from the buying side, I will say my biggest challenge is when I'm reviewing artwork submissions, I need to take my own bias and my own opinion out of it because I'm not a buyer. I'm not the one buying it. I am here to either approve or disapprove the way the marks are being used. So the brand identity, the marks, exactly. um, how, how the, the, whether or not they're staying on brand, they're adhering to the brand guidelines. Yep. Not a product advisor. Exactly. But I yeah. really had to change my way of thinking to make sure that I'm remaining neutral mm -hmm. and not judging the graphics or the artwork based on whether I think it's going to sell. Because at this point in my current position, it doesn't matter for me, essentially, if it's going to sell or not. But I do want to make sure that the marks are being used correctly because ultimately that's how the brand is being represented in the marketplace. So you're policing compliance. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. You're a ref. Yeah. Yeah. Just there you without go. the stripes. Throwing the flag on that one. <laughs> Richard, uh, collaboration and partnerships. First off, I want to say that you have put a ton of content out on LinkedIn, which is amazing because we don't see a ton of people in higher education uh, putting a lot of not only their inspiration, but their experiences out on LinkedIn. I'm not sure why that is. Maybe it's something to do with from brand to brand. There's some sort of content. Uh, restrictions or what have you, but you have been amazing. I highly recommend that all of our listen listeners follow uh, Richard, regardless of whether or not you are in higher education or sell into higher education. He just is going to inspire you with some of the stuff he's doing. But um, talk a little bit about some of the collaboration and partnerships that have really lit you up that you're really excited about and um, how you continue to stack wins in that regard. You know, collaborations are probably one of the most exciting parts of the uh, business. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you you hear the buzz first off, right? Oh, we need this. We need that. Where does the buzz come from? 
You know, the buzz comes, uh, it, it comes from retail. Uh, okay. It comes from your consumers. Uh, it com- comes from campus uh, departments. Um, uh, it, it comes from a variety of uh, different yeah. areas, you know. Um, one of the, the, the great examples, uh, just I've, I've fallen in love with uh, a local uh, manufacturer, Albion Fit. Nice. Um, uh, Plug. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new thing I just did right yeah. there. Yeah, it's new to the show, 2024. Look at that. Ding, ding, plug. <laughs> ding, ding, plug. Yeah. You know, so so we, we were here in, uh, across campus. We need a better selection of women's uh, product. Um, that's actually a conversation I've heard from a lot of universities is the gap that exists and coming up with current retail forward fashion forward needs that fit that market. So there are an apparel manufacturer locally that focuses on women's apparel. Yeah. Nice. Now they have a small selection of men's, but primarily, yeah, it's it's primarily women's, uh, you know, they got to start it. Their story is phenomenal. Uh, we've had them come in, uh, speak. Uh, in fact, our theme this year was built around them coming in and sharing their all-in story yeah. uh, with us. Um, and so so this year, um, it's all about um, being all-in. Um, what does that What does that mean in terms of how they articulated that story? Yeah, so so, so they had a great uh, story. They, they come in um, uh, into the uh, scene they're they're a small little you know shop. They're they're vertically integrated, so they own their manufacturer. Okay, um, uh, and, and 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 the idea was that her dad uh, and and mom had owned this uh, factory for some time, right? Uh, and at the end of the day, um, it was getting to the point where it wasn't uh, being successful, um, mm-hmm. and and they wanted to be all in. Uh, and make it uh, happen uh, because they love the people that they were uh, yeah. working with in Guatemala. Who they were representing. Who, who they were representing. And so, so, so they came in, they, they, they bought the uh, factory from mom and dad, started a swimwear product uh, okay. line uh, back in, I believe, 2010 uh, timeframe, 2012 timeframe, somewhere around there. Um, I was a senior in college. You are a senior in college. <laughs> in 2010. You know what? Stop bragging. <laughs> right? Okay, so fine. I didn't make it to that year. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So they, they, you know, they came in and and uh, they they do a great job of uh, marketing, um, and they've they've grown and established. They started with a small shop in a in, in a mall just down the street from the university, um, and, and today they've um, uh, moved on. And I think they have six outlying uh, locations, a couple in Utah as well. Um, and do a fabulous uh, job of uh, marketing. So the better thing about it is that they're University of Utah grads. Yeah, that's cool. Both. Oh. And, the, and they're creating an end-user experience, too, because, you know, um, w- there was some testing that was done within our industry yeah. about giveaways. And women are not huge fans of T-shirts. They don't like logos on chest right or left yeah. for obvious reasons. And um, they won't wear promotional products, uh, a promotional brand apparel, um, if it is doesn't have the proper silhouette, if it doesn't have a different cut, if there isn't a, a logo placement that is flattering. Um, so there was a lot of study done on this, and that's really played a part in how suppliers now are uh, determining their product mix and creating lines for women 
which is huge in the corporate sector and the college sector, because obviously it's split down uh, 52% of the workforce is women. Right. Right. So, uh, the, or the population, I don't know if it's the workforce, but the population in the United States, 52% women. Um, so <clears throat> it's been great from the inclusion, natural inclusion standpoint. Obviously we should be including everyone. Most universities are at 50% or higher women population. Exactly. Well. More women graduate yeah. from college than men Absolutely. now. So <clears throat> it's been huge to that point. We love to see women business owners. Uh, and we, we love to see what our suppliers are doing to make sure that um, they are providing different styles and different fits. Um, so that they're not just sending a basic T-shirt out to one size fits all and thinking that you're going to create a return on investment out of that. You're not. you got to really hit the demographic properly. Sounds like that's kind of their all-in story, yeah? Yeah, yeah, a lot of it. Well, and the thing that I love about this is, is the sense of community. We talk a lot about campus community. You've got a local shop. You've got alumni that are empowering the brand. You've got now this collaboration between the university and this full circle moment. That's what I love about collegiate licensing and what I love about the brands that we ultimately work alongside with is this moment where you have all these dots connect because yeah. that's what's really cool. It is. I, I, and, and you know that it's uh, going well when, you know, two months in, there are six largest licensee. That's awesome. That's amazing. It's cool. Two months in. That's an explosion. And, six, 60 days. Six, 60 days. Yeah. And, and they started uh, midway through October. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good. So how does licensing play a part in um, the campus stores? Like uh, how they go to market, how they merchandise. Um, how does, how does licensing have play a part in that? Because I, I, I would imagine um, that you can't have one without the other on a college campus. Correct. Absolutely. I mean, I think licensing from the perspective of someone that was previously a buyer I can say licensing holds a lot of the power and that they are the ones who decide who gets a license for your university and who does not. Um, and on that same front, they're the ones that are approving or, or disapproving artwork. So if you have you know, an art concept, design concept in mind, as a buyer for the campus store, it's so important to have the foundational relationship with your licensing team because you don't want to, you know, try to get a project up and running just to have it disapproved down the line. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of time and energy to have it slapped down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, I mean, to our earlier point, the licensing team generally is there to connect uh, different parts of campus together, including the athletic department and the campus store. So I think that licensing kind of serves as that middle point to make sure that everybody's on the same page. And when it comes to apparel, and especially when it comes to anything athletic related, it's making sure that everybody's on the same page. And that includes making sure the athletics and the store are on the same page so that the store and then can support athletics promotions as well. You know, managing a brand from a licensing standpoint on a college campus, there's another challenge that comes into play, and that's that you have so many buyers that have marketing approval, right? They've got a budget to buy apparel, promotional products, throw events, whatever it might be. Throw student groups on top of that. Student groups on top of that. So um, how many students go to the University of Utah? Roughly 33,000. So 33,000, you include faculty. You're probably close to 40,000 people. Add another 30. Add another 30. Yeah. Okay, do the math for me, for me Chris. 60,000. 60, <laughs> 60, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, <laughs> wow. 
I have a headache. Yeah. Uh, so you're talking about 60,000. There are towns um, yeah. in the Chicagoland area that are 60,000 that are considered a top, you know, 10 suburb in the the state, right? So you're talking about getting a, a town, a county in some places of people to adhere to the brand guidelines, the laws, the regulations, the compliance, the licensing, all those different things. And you've got all those different buyers that have the opportunity to work with uh, preferred vendors, but there are some who choose to go rogue, right? (laughs) So rogue, rogue, those rebels going to that mom and pop shop down the street and getting those t-shirts they weren't approved for. Um, So talk to me a little bit about some of those things that give you that. I can't believe that Jane from such and such did that. Um, What are some of the, the, the thorns in your side in the role that you have? Come on, vent. Like, where do I even begin? Yeah, vent a little. Welcome to John's therapy. <laughs> I appreciate you being my uh, therapy coach. You're welcome. Hold on. <laughs> You've entered a world where you can just be free with your thoughts. You know, I would say a lot of it has to do with education. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that's. I, I would mean, agree. You know, Ironically, we're also an educational institution, um, and uh, mm. yeah, right. Uh, and so, we have to be good at uh, sending out the message of what, who we are, why we do what we uh, do, and the benefits that it uh, brings to the university. Um, you, and, and it's ongoing education, right? Mm-hmm. Turnover inevitably brings new blood uh, to campus. And Constant to, retraining. Well, and Constant to, to retraining. that point, the last few years, there's been a lot of turnover just across yeah. the internet. People just Where completely people changing. Seats, moving universities. Yeah, flipping lot. sides. Yeah. Going from, you know, being somebody who sells into and, you know, used to work in and now they sell into and switching sides from the other way. Want to sell into now. Yeah. Um, we've seen a lot of that. Yeah. I think that's a great point, though, on the education uh Stance. It's something that I can tell you from our side of the equation as, as a vendor, that re-education of campus constantly is something that we're having to have and, and having to have those discussions and just make sure people understand what licensed resources are there for them through the services that we can bring to the campus. So how do you manage that training process um, and, and the constant repetitious messaging of those core values, of those brand slogans, of those of those guidelines how do you how do you get that message out on a regular basis so it doesn't f- become charlie brown's teacher like wham, 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 you know yeah no, so, so, so they actually pay attention to it <laughs> we we've actually got a few different uh, channels that we uh, send that uh, education out uh, through one um uh, we hope to pull together in this uh this year in june time frame ish is a vendor fair we invite uh, all of our internal uh, vendors, uh, licensees, okay. uh, to, to come to campus. Um, and then we also invite all the buyers across uh, campus. Last year we did this. Uh, we had about 400-plus uh, RSVP to the event. It's like an internal trade show. Internal trade show. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it was it, so, so it was a trade show for the uh, vendors uh, mm-hmm. to be able to present uh, their message uh, to all these uh, buyers but in 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 
in combination with that, we also did a uh, education series. Like breakout groups. Breakout groups, absolutely. Keynote speakers. Yes, absolutely. And so we, we, we brought in, you know, procurement was involved. And so there were some key points that they wanted to talk about. Uh, we had key points that we wanted to mm-hmm. uh, discuss. We talked about art. We talked about uh, CLC and what that uh, the is. The whole process. Yeah. The whole process, exactly. Yeah. What's really interesting is um, being an organization that sells into, you know, initially you just come in, you think you're going to sell to somebody who buys branded apparel and promotional products. What you don't come to the realization of is the amount of people that buy those things, but also come from a completely different, different perspective as to why they're buying it. You know, you've got procurement that is looking to have uh, quality products, but they want it at uh, the right price. You've got marketing in, in many cases that is looking for the next most creative thing. You've got other folks that are like, just get me something quick, man. I got an event coming up, right? So uh, being able to be agile and work with all those different things, I would imagine that show helped to get all those people to have their message across to the suppliers of this is my, this is the reason why I buy, right? And this is how I like to buy. It probably was integral in uh, establishing partnerships, relationships. Yeah, I mean, I, I can say from spending eight years in this industry now, anytime we've had the opportunity to attend said style of event it's such a beneficial thing not only for the campus community to learn what resources are them are there for them but also for those vendors that do have the opportunity to attend to get to meet the folks that are involved across the campus and we talk about this idea of a campus community this is that lived out and chris you and i were uh, and 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 team were chatting earlier today at lunch right Mm -hmm. uh about in person, um, and when you see somebody's uh, face and and can interact, uh, shake in, their hand in person, <laughs> shake their hand, yes. that has that has a huge impact on uh, you know relationships. It has a huge impact on on sales down the uh, road. Yep. It's not the zoom. It's not a three dimensional. It's not this two dimensional. Hey, oh, yeah. I see the person over there, and they look completely different in three dimensional. Yep. You know, so I, I mean, I go back to, to earlier in 2023 when we first had the opportunity to connect in person and it's integral to get out to campus, walk the campus, feel the vibe, understand what's important to the community. It just you connect in a completely different way. Thank God for Zoom through COVID. It was fantastic. But we all, I think, got to a point where we're like we're human. <laughs> like I need I need a fist bump, a handshake, a hug. I need some interaction here. That's right. Right. So thank God the events are back. Thank God you're sitting here with us and not doing it through a virtual, right? It just feels different, doesn't it? I mean, the energy transfer is is amazing and fantastic, and it just kind of inspires you. So I can imagine the show was great in that in that way. Speaking of uh, campus initiatives and building that community, let's talk a little bit about some of the innovations and some of the uh, initiatives that are happening for you in your department, uh, Auxiliary Business Development. Some new innovations, some new initiatives. What's what's going on? What's new? I'll I'll go ahead and jump in, and I'm sure Richard will love love to, to hear from this. both of you on this one. Would love to speak to this as well. But one of our more exciting collaborations uh, this year has been with Cotopaxi, and that's one of those brands that is across campus. It it's students identify with Cotopaxi. You have staff, faculty. They're so known for that, you know, bright neon color product and And everything's unique and different exactly exactly and i think we can all admit that in licensed apparel in general sure there are a lot of brand names but there's also the majority of vendors that are attending trade shows or maybe 
not well-known brands outside of the collegiate industry. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the requests that at the campus store and in licensing we hear a lot is for, you know, name brands that the campus community identifies with. They want that with their Utah logo on it. They want it fashion forward, something they would wear even if it didn't have a logo on it, right? Exactly. And Cotopaxi was one of those brands, certainly locally, that um, there was a lot of demand for. And uh, fortunately, our our campus store was able to come out with a co-branded Utah Cotopaxi collection uh, this fall for an, a late, I would say late fall, early holiday drop. And I can't tell you the sales numbers because I'm not at the campus store anymore, but just hearing the hype and how excited people are to be able to finally represent their university with a well-known brand. I mean, that's why we do what we do. It's that type of feedback that just gets you out of bed the next day, right? Exactly. You put all your effort in, your tank runs, runs down. And when you get that feedback, it's like somebody filled that gas tank up again, right? Cotopaxi is um, my number one LinkedIn uh, post of all time. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. And I would imagine while you have a following from many different channels, there's a lot of people that are following you. Um, the majority of people that are following you probably in some way are engaged with the university. Oh, yeah. And you're a voice for the university. So that, that really tells you that your community uh, is in support of, of that decision. It's outstanding. Well, I, I would imagine too those those sort of impactful retail partnerships. That's something for, for yourself on the ICLA board. You're going to have peer to peer interactions and those wins that you can share across licensing uh, teams ac- across the country. I would imagine that sparks some interesting conversations for yourself. Oh, it does. It is. It, it, it's regular conversations when you when you when you come and you bring a new brand uh, to college. Um, and they are successful. Um, it means a lot to other uh, people, and there a lot of buzz. When when we brought uh, Albion uh, to uh, the uh, campus house store, we invited uh, them to an ICLA uh, um, little panel discussion, if you will. Um, and and the amount of buzz that happened afterwards uh, that uh, you know they were they were had a number of people come. Hey, when, when can we start uh, getting a uh, license uh, with you? When can we start yeah. working with you? When, you know, it just, it, it, there's a lot of uh, momentum, a lot of momentum. To with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's great. That cross campus connection. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately builds. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what women's apparel, it's, it's across the country in college. <laughs> yes. Need it. Right? right. Yeah. I did see one of your posts, uh, some interaction with Under Armour. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about that partnership and, and that innovation or initiative. Which one? Which well, part? the recent okay. one, I, or all talk all of it. You know, we, we, we this is about telling stories, my yeah. friend, and you're a yeah. storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we've had a lot of fun uh, collaborations uh, with uh, Under Armour. You know, obviously as a sideline uh, provider uh, to the University of Utah, they are our number one uh, partner. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have a lot of a uh, collaboration that uh, takes uh, place uh, with uh, them, and uh, what a lot of people don't uh, recognize is. It takes a lot of time to develop uh, uh, something. Uh, uh, another example is our, our USS Salt Lake City uh, uh, promotion that we did uh, a couple of years ago. It uh, took place in uh, 2021. Um, our, um, uh, our team collaborated with the football equipment uh, room uh, team and developed a new football uniform. Mm. Um, 
we took about three years uh, for that to from from the initial conversation to it being on field, um, and then you brought in other uh, other uh, partners. Uh, Armando, uh, I can't say his last name ever. Uh, Armando, how do you, how do you say Armando's Villa last name? Villarreal. Thank you. Wow. Don't quote me on Look that. Look at you, just uh, nailed it on, stuck the landing on the first try. Right? Phonics, I don't know. Phonics, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Hooked. Ar- I'm hooked. <laughs> exactly. Armando Villa. I see, I already messed it up. Ah, uh, the Russian judge gave you a three. Yeah, I know. On the dismount. But but you know we brought him in uh, to to do the uh, the helmet uh, and he did a hand yes uh, I did awesome see those it, uh, it it was it, it was um, uh, via Real via, via Real yeah Armando I'm sorry Armando <laughs> don't worry we'll cut that we'll we'll patch it up oh, I appreciate it'll be that. like it'll be your voice going and then Abby going via Real <laughs> <laughs> just patch it all together <laughs> and then again yeah. No, it's going to be smooth. It's going to be awesome. Like, wow, he just changed his voice. Oh, he's back. In the Club is powered by Club Colors. Club Colors is the premium marketing solution for all branded apparel and promotional products utilized to drive your brand awareness and brand success. From concept to doorstep, Club Colors can source over 9 million different product solutions, decorate your logo, create custom kitting solutions, manage all logistics and build manage and curate your company online store the full comprehensive all-in-one solution for your brand our brand promise is right solution right place right time allow club colors to create an inspiring brand experience for you and your team check us out at 